Things have gone downhill over the last 15 or 20 years here. Unrealistic timelines for truckers to get their shipments from one port to another. There needs to be a deep dive into who are the worst offenders and start appropriately punishing them. Okay, so that is the mayor of Clearwater, Merlin Blackwell, expressing his frustration over another incident caught on camera of dangerous driving by a big semi-truck driver. This time, you know, driver crossing the double yellow line into oncoming traffic just to get ahead of somebody, all caught on dash cam footage. Now, there was a big crackdown on this, right? There was more enforcement on this the last time we saw a couple of these uh, situations. And yet here we see it's still happening. Now, that was the mayor saying what he thinks needs to happen. Let's talk now with Dave Earl, who's the president of the BC Trucking Association. Dave, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think when you see about this, when you see these videos, like what goes through your mind? Yeah, I, I think I share probably everybody's frustration. Um, there's just simply no reason. There's no excuse. There is no reason to see that type of behavior. And honestly, Simi, what surprises me is these drivers should know there's video everywhere. Like This isn't something that's not going to go unnoticed and unpunished. So yeah. uh, I'm just perplexed. But, you know, um, sometimes I guess you just can't fix behavior. Okay, so if that's the case, then if drivers should know, as you say, that there is video everywhere and truck drivers have dash cam videos too, right? So is yeah. it is it a case that there's not enough consequences? There's not enough punishment? No, I think it's more than that, Simi. I think what we went, and one of the things that the mayor of Barrier talked about uh, was the unreasonable expectation. And to be very fair to the drivers and to the carriers that are out there, a lot of this begins with the customer, you know, and, you know, where the, the demands that are being placed on individuals are simply not achievable. And we really need to have an honest conversation with the entire transportation logistics supply chain network, you know, to really set some stand, not some standards, but some reasonable expectations about what can be done. This is the time to do that, though, isn't it, Dave? Because it feels like we are resetting expectations about a lot of things in society. And why not admit that, okay, you're not necessarily going to get same day shipping? Oh, absolutely. But what we are battling, Simi, is the commodification of transportation. Um, you know, customers now, you and I, when we go to the store, we, we think about what's there and we think about how it's got there a little bit. But when you're a shipper, you're not thinking necessarily about who am I contracting with? Are they a good company? You know, am I asking for their detailed carrier profile so I know who I'm hiring? Um, am I asking them about their fuel management program so I know if they're working towards decarbonization? That's the conversations that we have with shippers, but uh, we're just one voice and, and we need more. When you say the commodification of shipping, what does that mean exactly? What that means is rather than looking at the total value, so am I you know, working with a company that treats their people well? Am I working with a company that is obeying the law and doesn't have a lot of moving violations? Instead, I look at it and say, well, are they 50 bucks cheaper? And so what we've seen over many years is the focus has been on that 50 bucks cheaper instead of are they actually a good company to work with, treating their people well and doing the right thing. Right. And I guess it's just margins are so squeezed right now, aren't they? They are, you know, and they're squeezed everywhere. So, you know, it, it's, it, it's just a, a really difficult confluence of events. 
but it doesn't mean we sit back and just, you know, wring our hands and say, what do we do? What do we do? Um, there's lots of steps that can be taken. There's lots of steps that are being taken, both by industry and by regulators, you know, and, and we'll continue to work and make sure that these types of incidents just don't happen. Okay, so how do we do that? I know that there was recently an enforcement blitz on this, wasn't there? Yes, certainly on that that stretch of highway in particular, and they do it around the province. I mean, but the other part of it to me is officers can't be everywhere all the time. And you and I, when we drive our light vehicles, I mean, your listeners that are driving behind the wheels now, um, you know, I invite them to reflect on their own habits. Um, you know, we don't always all have the best of them. Um, certainly, not all of us make the type of decision that we saw on the dash cam video, um, but we really need to treat the activity of driving with much more care and attention than we are accustomed to. And that's a culture shift, and that's what we need to start talking about. But Dave, I appreciate that you're bringing the bigger picture to this, right? This is more than just bad drivers. Oh, very much so, Simi. I mean, one of the things that we look at when we you look at the hours of service regulation itself, it specifically talks to all parties. It talks to a driver must not disobey. A dispatcher, a company must not encourage or influence. A customer must not make demands on the driver. And yet we don't have those conversations. So it, it's really time that we start to take a step back and say, what are we trying to achieve when we're moving the goods that you and I rely on every day uh, around our province and around our country? Right. And do you also put the message out to your truckers to say, hey, listen, you guys, you're being watched here. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And what's interesting, I mean, when we talk about uh, you know, the use of dash cams, uh, just on an informal quick survey of our members, it's about three quarters of them that are already using outward facing dash cams. So, again, I was, I was surprised because I'm thinking, you know, the driver knows he knows he's going to be you know, doing this. Like, what, what are you thinking? So, you know, something awry there. And uh, like I said, it's time for that bigger conversation to say, what's that, what's that reason? Why did you do that? What kind of pressure are you under and where is it coming from? Well, good points. Dave, thank you for that. Well, thanks for having me.